This is a Woodside Church podcast. Last week, wonderfully, we were seeing about how we together come together. The people, when they gather together, was the temple of God. Yeah, we are all joined together, and uh, and uh, we have a role to play with each other. Now, what happens? The last bit that we are going to see is how they celebrated now. Okay. Now they built the wall. They wanted to celebrate this, have a great party, and have great fun and say, yes, thank you, Lord. The difference is, previously they used to celebrate, have fun, and do all sort of things. But this time, it was God-centered celebration. Yeah, we have loads of celebration, and we want to have a God-centered celebration. And second thing is, it's a God-honoring celebration. In all their celebration, they wanted to honor God. How did they do it? The, the, the Levites, the priests who were there, they started cleansing themselves, and then they went on to, um, uh, you know, purify others, and then they went to the wall, they dedicated the wall. The way they did it was um, they all climbed onto the wall, they split into two groups, they called all the worship leaders from all the corner, everyone was included, all women, all children, all men, everybody was included, now said, okay, one group go this way around, and the other group go that way around, and we meet together. So they walked on the wall, praising God, dancing and singing, and with all the instrument, they did it. And after they met together, they came down, they went to the temple of God, and that's where their celebration was. What a lovely way to celebrate, isn't it? What a lovely way to celebrate. We all love to celebrate. The celebration can be summed up in one verse. In Nehemiah 12, verse uh, um, 43. I'm just going to read it to you. Follow it. It'll be on the screen, please. Many sacrifices were offered on that joyous day, for God had given the people cause for great joy. The women and children also participated in the celebration, and the joy of the people of Jerusalem could be heard far away. Wow, this is how we celebrate. Right, guys, let me ask you a question. What do you celebrate for? Or what do you celebrate about? Or what is the reason for your celebration? Normally? Birthdays, well done. Yeah, great. Christmas, yeah. Easter. Pass the exams, yes. Excellent, yeah. I wish to have such celebrations, yes. <laughs> um, yes. Basically, you know what happens? Yeah, we, when we, uh, the reason why we celebrate or what happens, the, the, the basics behind this, the underlying thing is that God created us, you know, or created our soul. Our soul is always longing for celebration. Our soul is always longing for a satisfaction. Our soul is always longing for a joy. That is why you see everybody in this world is running for something. Running for something. You see outside people run after temporary pleasures. Why? The soul is longing for a satisfaction. The soul is longing for a joy. We all, created by God, are longing for something. Let me tell you, the true joy, the true satisfaction, the true celebration comes when this soul unites with the Creator itself, when we find in our soul the real joy in God. Sorry, when we find God, we find the real joy and satisfaction. 
And that is why we don't then run after what the world runs after. He's like, thank you, Lord. You are in our life, and this is so satisfying to us. This is what uh, the prophet Isaiah prophesies about when the soul, you know, meets the Creator. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 10. It says, I am overwhelmed with joy in the Lord my God, for he has dressed me with the clothing of salvation and draped me in a robe of righteousness. I am like a bridegroom dressed for his wedding or a bride with her jewels. This is how I feel when my soul meets the Creator. This is great joy for us. The first point that we're going to learn today is God is the reason for our celebration. The verse that we read said, God had given the people cause for great joy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our God is so good. He's designed his plan for us is to have a joyous life, have a celebrating life in him. In him. This is what he has created us for. We can rejoice. Okay, now we sang the song today. The first song today was 10,000 Reasons. Well, actually, there's millions of reasons why we could keep celebrating and thanking and say, Lord, you're so good. We praise you. You are great. But I'm going to just point out a few of it. The first of it is all his gift of salvation and righteousness. His gift of salvation and righteousness. If you had noticed then, if you've been listening carefully to the contributions that were brought up today, everything ended up or everything was focused on saying, Lord, we don't deserve this, but you still chose to do it for us. We love you. We come here not because our goodness, but because of your goodness. This is your free gift, and we want to celebrate we want to we wanna, we wanna be filled with joy and praise and thanksgiving to you. Let me tell you a story. It could have happened to you as well. I was searching for a folder on my desktop, yeah? I'm, I'm searching for a... You always do that, isn't it? You, you search for a particular folder, and you will never find that folder. Yeah? I knew I had a folder called Elisha. I was looking for some documents, some pics I put in there. I'm just looking all everywhere. I think, oh... It was here. It was here. Then I go to other folders everywhere, everywhere, you know. Then I was really, you know, I got really fed up. I got really, oh, come on, I wanted to give up. Then finally, I just thought, okay, one more go. Let me go into each folder and see where did I put it. But I was sure I put it outside, okay, uh, on the desktop. Then when I clicked on every single folder on the desktop, there was a folder called Hudson. And when I clicked on it, this folder was... In there, what had happened is, previously when I was working, accidentally, I had pulled this folder into this folder called Hudson. Elisha folder. I knew I put it outside, but I dragged it. Has that happened to any of you here? It happens in our workplace very often. (laughs) Somebody's laughing. (laughs) Right. We work together. That's (laughs) Right. You always do that. Let me tell you one thing, okay? God has a desktop. And he has got several folders on the desktop, each by your name. Each one. Each one here by your name has a folder, right? And there's another folder, a big folder, a personal folder, protected folder, 
absolutely brilliant folder. The folder is called Jesus. The folder is called Jesus. As we understand this love of God and say, Jesus, what a love. I give my life to you. And we accept him and say, Lord, I want to live for you. God the Father pulls your folder into Jesus the folder. Into this amazing folder called Jesus. After that, you go and try. I tell you, check on the desktop. You will not find your folder on the desktop outside. You will not find your folder on the desktop outside. Where is it now? In Jesus. In Jesus. Can a folder move itself into another folder by itself? No. It needs the owner of it. It needs someone who owns the desktop to pull that into the right place. God the Father freely has gifted us with salvation and righteousness. The Bible says he clothes us with righteousness. Um, Candy and also Ron bought the same thing. They said, Lord, we have not come here by our goodness. See, there's another verse in the Bible which says, our righteousness, however good we are, we might be perfect, we might be you know, the best in charity, we might lead the best life, however perfect we are. When we come before God, it says our righteousness is like filthy rags. Filthy rags. Imagine Tim Green. So good, isn't he? So good. But even his own righteousness, even my own righteousness, even your own righteousness is filthy rags before God. But God knows this very well. He knows that you and I cannot do anything about it. So he has freely gifted this gift of salvation and righteousness. The Bible says when we confess our sin and when we accept God in our life, he says he exchanges the righteousness of Jesus to us, and it is credited to us. It's credited to us, not by our effort, but by the grace of God. Isn't this an amazing reason for us to celebrate? Wonderful, isn't it? We haven't done anything. I come from India. Okay, India, there's a river called Ganges. Have you heard of Ganga? I tell you, I've personally seen people Millions of people standing in a queue trying to offer something or do whatever they could do only to find the salvation, only to get their sins cleaned and cleared off. But how sad, how sad, because we've had missionaries go and, you know, distribute tracts and all that out there. I tell you, gift of salvation is freely given to us by our God, our God who invites each and every one he loves each and every one. He, every folder is so precious and, and, and personal to him. All that he wants, he's just the permission. He's just there asking for the permission. Shall I move it now? I'm ready. I'm ready. This folder, you are safe in here. Shall I move it now? And when we say yes, he moves us into a folder so that we are not found anywhere outside but in Jesus for eternity. The celebration, the joy that God gives is permanent. And it's for eternity. Hallelujah. The second thing in this is he doesn't just do that. He also gives us his presence in our life. The Bible says in Revelation, if anyone hears my voice, what Jesus is actually standing, God is standing outside the door and he's knocking. 
He's knocking. And he says, if anyone hears my voice and would open the door, me and my Father, that is the Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit will come and live with you and we will dine with you. God gives us His presence in our life. We wonderfully saw how aunts and uncle taught us. You know, Holy Spirit standing there, Moan standing here, and here all the time we have Holy Spirit ever present in our life. All that we need is just hold. Holy Spirit, help me. You are there ever present in my life. We all feel weak, don't we? At times, we need strength. He is there with us to strengthen us. We all love to, uh, you know, we all, I mean, not love, some do, but most of us don't like taking decisions, yeah? Uh, our, making some especially important decision is so nervous, so stressful. Would it be right? Would it be wrong? Guess what? The Holy Spirit is in our lives, in us, helping us to take the right decision. Wow, what a bonus. What a bonus. Isn't this a reason for celebration? His presence in our life filled with all His providence and everything. When God comes into our life, He brings everything into our life. He is our great reward. And He doesn't stop there. He gives us His entrustment. What this means? What is it? He loves us. He saves us. He comes in and lives with us in His presence. Also, He entrusts us. Now I said, I have a big plan. Say God is making a massive movie, okay, a real movie, and says somebody, we're outside, and we've just come to him and said, hey, you, you have a role to play in the movie, come. He's including each and every one of us in his plan, and we are entrusted with the little, oh, well, I, I don't know, I can't speak, I can't sing, I can't do this, I can't, no, 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 don't worry, don't worry. God has a purpose for you. He is your designer. He is your crea creator. He knows where you would fit in perfectly. And he is ready and he's willing and he's so happy and he's there to use each and every one of us. Hallelujah. He is so good, isn't it? This is what the Bible says. Jesus loves us so much. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so, little ones <clears throat> him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Yes, this is what we are here. You know what? This celebration is every single day in our life. Every single day you can get up from your bed. God, I know I'm in your folder. I'm there safe and sound. Nobody can take it because you are the owner of it. And you are present in my life. And you have entrusted me with something to do. Yes, Lord, I'm up for it. You can get up so happy, celebrating with joy every single day. Now, how did the, the, the people celebrate? The verse said, many sacrifices were offered on that joyous day. How can we celebrate? Every celebration we have, we recently had a birthday party, a, a wedding celebration, anything. What we do? We go and 
Say celebrate. Yeah, celebrate. How do we celebrate? Say if somebody invites you for a birthday party, wedding. Take part and? Eat food and? Lord, help me. <laughs> Gifts. Excellent. Excellent. Now, who brought this tradition? Why do always there's a birthday party, you know, people buy some gifts. There's a wedding party, people buy some gifts. And, and whoever is in the receiving end, they put the party out, you know, food and everything. Come on. This is how we celebrate. This is how they celebrate. The way they celebrated, they said they offered many sacrifices on that day. <clears throat> the second point we learned today is giving is an expression of celebration. Many sacrifices were offered on that day. I'll tell you why I use the word giving there, okay? Giving is basically offering, okay? They offered sacrifice from the beginning of the Bible till the end, if you see, always worship or thanksgiving or celebration was involved with the sacrifice, okay? Because that was intended to God, intended to God. They offered something, gifts, like in a way trying to say, God, you are the chief guest, you are the most important person, and you are the reason for the celebration. You are the one who put the party. So, here we come with gifts, and we celebrate. <clears throat> I've told the story many times, but also I'll, I'll tell it again, because I think it will help. One of my friends, who's really alive, this is a real-life story, okay? I don't want to mention names, but uh, um, 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 what to say, their father had both the kidneys, the, I mean, the, the kidneys, it was a kidney failure for both of them. The doctors checked them, and they said they gave time for them. They said, sorry, you won't live, I'm so sorry, you won't live for long. Um, just a few more days, your, all your kidneys, I mean, both your kidneys are completely, completely gone, so um, we can't help. Medication or anything wouldn't help. He was absolutely shattered. They didn't know what to do. You know what? The, the daughter, who is my friend, Doctor just went straight to the doctor. Doctor, I have two kidneys, okay? And there wouldn't be any match difference or anything. Please do try the match and all that. Donor, I would love to be your donor. I want to give one of my kidneys to my dad. I want him to live. Dad was like shocked. No, 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 you're not doing this. My time has come to an end. Finished. You're not doing this. I don't deserve this. Don't. You have a young family. You need to look after. But you know what daughter said? Dad, I love you. I love you so much. I love you so much. I don't care. Then the doctors went and explained, no, you know what, this is going to affect your life. You're going to give one kidney and you have a young family. She said, I don't care. I want my dad alive. I'm ready to go to that extent. So according to her word, after all the concern, the kidney was transplanted into her dad. It was a perfect match. Thank God. It was a perfect match. And both of them are alive now, happy, doing what they can do and enjoying. But the dad's life changed so drastically. Now he goes about telling everyone, I live because of my daughter. I live because of my daughter. You can see me today alive because of my daughter. And he says, with the life, the energy, the, 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 the life, the days that I have from now on, I'm going to live for you. I'm going to live for you. He's helping her out. He's, he's, you know, giving everything that he could to bless her. Bless her. This is our story, isn't it? This is exactly our story, isn't it? God, 
Jesus gave his life to save us. And what we do, we offer ourselves. We offer, and this is how we celebrate. Thank you, Jesus, for doing this. We offer. Romans 12:1 says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice. This is how we sacrifice now. The kind he will find acceptable. This is, the true, this is truly the way to worship him. You all wanna, we all want to worship Jesus truly, isn't it? We all want to worship God. The way we worship is offering ourselves as spiritual sacrifices to God, holy and acceptable. And this is our true way of And this is how we celebrate. Lord, what can I offer? I don't have money. I don't have this. I don't that. Offer myself. Offer yourself. Okay? If I put it in simple words, this is called choosing to live for Jesus. What does that mean? What does that mean to offer myself to God? Now, what happens is so long I was living for my dream. I had plans. Nice plans. Good plans. Plans to prosper, plans to, you know, succeed and achieve, earn loads, whatnot. Have fun. That's great. Now that you have come to know, God has a plan, a big plan, a beautiful plan. And the Bible says this plan is for each and every one of us, and this plan is going to succeed, and there's no failure in this plan, and, and for eternity we are going to live Absolutely separated from evil. Wow! What an amazing thing, isn't it? This is God's plan. What we are doing when I say I'm offering myself or choose to live, Lord, I want to fit my plan, change my plan, or alter my plan so that it will fit into your plan. What is your plan, Lord? I give myself my plan. I change my ideas for you according to what you want me to do. Hallelujah. This is how we offer ourselves to God. Most of the time we struggle, even as good Christians, those who follow Jesus, is because we are trying to fit God in our plan. Lord, I have this amazing plan. This is wonderful. Now come and you be part of it, fit into it. No, the way it actually works is it is God's plan and we fit into a plan. I'll tell you, you will never regret. We will never regret because this is word of God and he's so faithful and true. Whatever it says, he will fulfill. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise. And the other way of, again, you know, expressing our celebration is praise, worship, and thanksgiving. That's what we've been doing. We've been thanking God. We've been taking part in the communion and thanking Jesus. They said, yes, we want to sing our praise. We want to pour out our praise from our heart. Most of the time, nowadays, sadly, what happens, worship has become this direction. In the sense, we need the proper music. We need the proper stuff. We need proper ambience. We need the lights, the special smoke, and all that stuff. So that we can, ah, oh, now I feel the worship. Yeah. I feel so good. I would like to be part of this. Never was that the case in the Bible. Worship was this way, from our heart pouring out. I, don't, I can't sing. I don't care. I don't know how to play instruments. I don't care. 
Oh, the people are just closing their eyes and they're like, oh, no, this is awful. I don't care. I just want to sing my love to God. Lord, I love you. I worship you. I praise your holy name. This is how we worship and sing and praise and give thanks to God. Actually, what we do, singing and praise and worship, is only 10% of our worship. Offering ourselves is the true worship. The final thing is using our resources for kingdom purpose. One prayer always pray, I mean pray in the morning, every time I get up, it says, Lord, all that I have, every single thing, is yours. It's you given. It's not my ability. It's not my strength. My bank balance is not my achievement. It's your grace, your mercy, your blessing over me. I thank you so much for all that you've given me. And I just say, Lord, I want to use it for your glory. I want to use it to honor you, all that we have. We all have great mobile phones, do we? Yes? Yeah, one of the things we all worship. No? No? Not really. Okay. Um, we could use this mobile phone to invite people, tell about Jesus, share about God for so many good purposes. You could use this. If you have a car, you could help people by giving lift. Oh, I'll tell you, we had a wonderful saga today morning. We were organizing so many people last minute and, you know, and working around lift. And so uh, I know this is true in many of uh, you know, people's life here. Saturday, you get a call from, say, can you give me a lift? Can you get that? And then we, like, organize everything. Yes, yes, of course, of course we can. Or even if you don't hear from someone, we just call them and say, how are you getting to church? Can I give you a lift? Do you understand? This is offering our resources to God, opening our houses for community groups, opening our houses, inviting people who are in need, giving support, what not, what not. This is war. This is how we worship, using everything that we have for God. This is my desire to honor you, Lord, with all. I worship you. All that is within me, I give you praise. All that I adore is in you. Lord, I give you my life. Lord, I give you my life. I give you my soul. I live for you alone. Every breath that I take, every moment I'm awake, Lord, have your way in me. Lord, I give you my life. I give you my soul. I live for you alone, every breath that I take, every moment I'm away, Lord, have your way in me. Amen, Lord. Amen. This is how we want to worship you, Lord. This is how we want to offer ourselves, offer all that we have to glorify your holy name, bring honor for your kingdom purpose, for your kingdom to come. This is how we express our celebration. Okay, final point. We are going to see 
we say, uh, the verse that we read in the beginning, it says, the women and children also participated in the celebration, and the joy of the people of Jerusalem could be heard far away. Wow. Have you ever traveled uh, or, or gone past a, a football stadium when there's a real great football match going? Have you ever found the football stadium quiet? No, so much joy, so much noise. You know why? People gather together, like-minded people gather together, singing, they know, supporting their team and shouting out, yes, yes, you are our hero, go for it. If you win, we also win with you. Yes, they keep chanting, shouting. You know, we are invited by God to gather together in celebration. This is God's plan for us. This is how we celebrate. We offer sacrifices. We also gather together. The joy of the people of Jerusalem could be heard far away. I know it's been hard after COVID, especially some people went through a tough time. Uh, most of them went through a tough time during COVID. But after COVID, what has happened, one of the effects of it is people didn't want to come and gather. We can understand for health reasons, absolutely understandable. Really good. We appreciate that. And we pray that you feel better. Come out of here. But most of them like, mm, well, everything is online now. We'll sit. But where is the togetherness? Where is the connection? Where is seeing each other? Last week when we were here, after the preach, um, Tim and uh, you know, Ollie led us so well, I was just looking around. And know, you know that encouragement words, giving the cards out? I could see so much joy and celebration as people went, this is for you. This is for you. Emmanuel was like, I'm trying to put the chairs away, pulling it, and the people were like, this is for you. Oh, yeah, thank you. Put it in my mouth. Mm. <laughs> it's like, this is for you. What joy in giving. And there was greater joy in receiving. Really? For me? For me? Some people had many cards, more than one card. Wow, isn't that amazing? We are called to be together to celebrate and worship. The Bible says in Acts 2, verse 46, when the new believers, this is what happened as soon as they all got saved and the church was formed, they worshiped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper, like what we did today, and shared their meals with great joy and generosity. Gathering together and worshiping God together is the plan God has for us. And that is how we celebrate. That is how we show the world that we have a living Savior who is in our midst. Meeting together on Sunday mornings in community groups. Can I ask you, request you, please prioritize that. Please prioritize that. This is, this is how we grow together. We are being built together. We've seen the worst in the last week as a temple, each one being one brick. Without you, there is a vacant space. We all come together, and together we grow and we celebrate. I know some of you here, definitely. I know Roshni. I know my wife, Vidya. They work last night. They've come straight home. They haven't had the rest. They brought their children. They're here. Um, uh, because I know their names, that's why I'm saying, okay? Um, uh, they've come here. I really appreciate you guys. Well done. Well done. They say, no, coming together is important to us. Coming together is important. We can rest later. 
I know definitely Somnita, she travels very early in the morning from Cranfield. She's in that university. She comes all the way to Bastan. Can somebody give me a lift from the Bastan? And Sunu Auntie and people organize that. Andreaka, Emmanuel, and then all these people, you know, organize such lift and they bring, they come. I know Joel, he comes from Milton Keynes. He leaves as early as quarter past eight in the morning, like the band, and then he comes all the way to the bus station and people, we just want to be together. Love. I know Tarun, he's working. He's supposed to be in the work looking after a shop, but he's just requested permission. Can you just give me permission for a couple of hours? I'll just go, attend church, I'll be there, be part of it, come back. Wow, amazing. Can we just give a clap for these guys? Really, really well done. Really well done. Let us prioritize gathering together. The other reason is everyone is included. Everyone is included. There's no time in God's space there. Oh, that's too much. House full. Or it's like, well, actually, not needed. No, everyone is included. The Bible says women, children, and everyone was included. Finally, our reputation as God's people is joy and celebration. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometimes I think I've had this experience. You might have had this experience. You walk in town or walk in places. As soon as you see someone who loves God, you'll know it. You'll know it. Have you had that experience? I've had that experience. We definitely know, definitely this person loves God. Because of the joy and the celebration, the joy of salvation, joy of righteousness fills us, overflowing. This is not depending on the situation that we go through. That is why Paul and Silas, when they were still in chains, they were able to praise and worship. Hey, you know what? I'm absolutely tired, knackered, beaten. Uh, Could I get some rest? Hey, I'll tell you a good idea. Why don't we sing? Why don't we praise? Not in the intention that, oh, God will deliver us then. No, that was not, no. We have the joy of salvation with this. Let's celebrate, mate. Let's celebrate. This could be our last night. Maybe, you know, they, they could behead us tomorrow morning, be killed, stoned to death. But let's praise with the time we have. Let's praise and enjoy and, um, what to say, rejoice in the Lord. Let's gather together in celebration. I'm going to call the band up now quickly, and then we're going to have some time of celebration, praise, and lifting God for what he has done in our life. God is the reason for our celebration. And God, giving or worshiping, offering ourselves is the expression of our celebration. And gathering together is celebration. Let's do it and praise God. Can I request all, all those who can stand to please stand up? Please. Just wanted you to focus on God, what you've been listening to. Just wanted to say, Lord, like the father who received the kidney, went about everywhere to, um, to everyone saying, I live because of my daughter. I thank God for my daughter. That's what he said. Let's just focus on God. Forget everything around us. Just say, no, God, you're, you're there right before us. And we want to say thank you. And we want to praise you for you are the reason for our celebration. You're awesome, Lord. We love to get together 
and, and praise you, Lord Jesus. Oh, yes. He's so good. He's so good. You have been listening to a Woodside Church podcast. For more information, visit woodsidechurch.com.